RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Hey everybody, it's Jeremy and Stephanie from RVFTA.com, and I didn't tell Stephanie this, but I would like to start this episode of Campground of the Week with a story. I'm so nervous right now. All right, get it over with. (laughs) Come on. When we were first dating (laughs) in high school, you dumped me. You did. You broke up with me. But somehow or another, I finagled an invitation to a family camping trip with your family to Assateague State Park. And it was like my big comeback plan. Like I was going to go on this family camping trip after you had dumped me. We were going to like get back together. (laughs) And, uh... Do you remember I'm just, this? I'm listening to all of this knowing that I can edit it out in post-production. No. So keep so going. <laughs> that plan failed miserably. Didn't happen. I think I spent more time talking to your dad and your sisters than you. But I did fall in love with Assateague State Park. What a gorgeous, gorgeous campground. You guys went there a lot when you were kids, didn't you? Well, really, it was my definition of camping. I mean, we would go there once a year for many years with a group of families. Um, and Every year? I mean, you guys yes, went maybe like Yes, it was our September years. trip, and it was many, many years. And then we'd maybe miss a year or two because of this or that, and then we'd go back. And um, I... You know, whenever we tried camping at other places, like you'd have that group camp out at in this these woods or whatever, I'd think, well, this is for the birds. <laughs> this is an acetique. And literally, when I pictured camping and a pop-up camper and everything, because we'd sometimes borrow our friends' pop-up campers to go there, the thing that comes to my mind to this day is Assateague State Park. It has a piece of my heart that cannot be replaced by any other campground. And I think we're unusual in this sense among sort of RV owners in that I think that both of us probably at the end of the day love beach camping more than camping in the woods or in the mountains or anywhere else. Yeah, I've had my times when I've said, oh, I love camping by lakes and stuff like that because it's not really like what we get because we live on the ocean. But then I always come back to a feeling that I never get anywhere else when we're camping on a beach. And, you know, we haven't been to Assateague in a lot Since before of the years. kids were born. And we went and, you know, we, and the funny thing is, is we had an, we've had an RV for so many years. So you would have thought that we would have gone back with our kids to this place 
place that holds such an amazing piece of my heart. But we really got addicted to to hookups. And Assateague Island is mostly dry camping. There's one loop of electric. We'll talk about the logistics later. And we just kind of kept pushing off a stay there. Like, oh, it'll be hot. We won't have hookups. Uh, that, that was the fear, was going yeah. there and camping without hookups. And, you know, typically our option to go is in the summer, during summer break, when the kids aren't in school. And I think we were afraid it would be really, really hot. And I don't think that was unreasonable of us. Now, this look, year, I put my foot down and I said, we're going. You put your foot down. I did. I said, we're going. We're not going to let another fall pass, another September pass, and not visit one of my favorite places on earth. And we did go back to Aztec State Park in Maryland. And I will say that, you know, sometimes you're disappointed when you go back places that you haven't been in a long time. It was truly still my happy place. And my heart couldn't have been happier to hear, you know, particularly one of my sons kept saying, this is my kind of campground. <laughs> right. And there's like nothing there but the beach. And <laughs> this, he's like, this, this is now my listen, kind of campground. <laughs> we've got a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. We're going to come back. I'm going to tell you another story and then we'll oh, give geez. you the details on the campground. <laughs> Everybody's like, just do the campground Got lots review. of stories for this one. <laughs> All right. A very special thank you to our sponsor, Jayco. Since 1968, Jayco has been providing a way for generations of families to create lasting memories together. Today, Jayco offers everything from camping trailers to motorhomes, complete with standard features and a longer, stronger two-year limited warranty. Jayco gives you the value you're looking for and the peace of mind you deserve. Lots of family fun is to be had around the campfire with a Jayco nearby. For more information, visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com. Jayco, generations of family fun. Now, when we were in college, we had a big tent camping trip planned to Assateague State Park. I think everybody's heard this story. You've told this story before. Go ahead. I, I know you I, want to tell I, it. I bet 99% of the people out there <laughs> haven't heard this. And we had about eight friends that were going to go on this tent camping trip. And one by one, for whatever reason, they canceled. They wimped out. And on a Friday afternoon, I realized that it was you going, it was me going, and it was my buddy Chris going. Mm. And everyone else had crapped out on us. And we were dating at this point. So I wanted to cancel at that point. Yeah, you were like, this is weird. I don't want to go camping with you and Chris. (laughs) No, at that point, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly... Assateague was first come, first served at that time. Yeah. I don't think there were reservations. No, there weren't. And it was really, I don't even know when that started happening, but for the entire time we were ever going to Assateague, it was first come, first serve. And you would actually go and you could wait out there in the big parking lot. And the ranger, you'd have your name on a list of like, you know, the waiting list. And the ranger would stand up on a stage, like this podium place, and yell out, you know, the name and whether you got it. It was almost like flying standby, you know, at an airport. Well, we flew standby. And, and we, we didn't lost. get a site. <laughs> no, so did. we showed up Friday in the summer, didn't get a site. We headed out and found a private RV park, which at that point, I like we knew nothing about private RV, RV parks. And we don't even it, know to this it day may where have it was. been Frontier Town. I don't know. But either way, it was we were surrounded by RVs and we got a concrete padded site with our tent and we totally didn't fit at in. At night in the dark. We had a very hard time setting up the tent. It was a new tent. I had no idea how to set it up. So, I was judging you. Very much so. (laughs) We probably didn't get the tent set up and into bed till about 3 a.m. So at about 3 a.m., we crawl into bed and I sleep in the middle, right? Because that makes sense. You know, my girlfriend's on one side, my buddy Chris is on the other. I'm, I'm creating this protective wall in between the two of them. Now, we all fell asleep. The next thing I remember is waking up to the sound of my friend Chris howling, howling, cackling with laughter. And I realized that I had rolled over 
And I was snuggling him. I was snuggling him. You went the wrong way, buddy. I went the wrong way. (laughs) You rolled over the wrong way. I was snuggling him hard. Yeah. And he thought it was very funny. He woke up. You guys woke up the whole campground. We woke up the whole campground. He got out of the tent. He's practically running around the campground. It must have been after that. It was definitely after that that I broke up with you, right? (laughs) I don't remember the exact sequence of that because (laughs) where was that that in the. (laughs) I think that you broke up with me twice, but I don't don't want to dredge all this stuff back up. (laughs) You are dredging. Let's give everybody the campground review. So, Stephanie, where's the geographic? location of Assateague State Park. I feel like so many RVers have heard of this place. Yeah, but like, they might not know. Like exactly our trailer life editor, who yeah. when she found out we were going, she's like, give me an article. Yeah, yeah. So Assateague State Park is located on Assateague Island in Maryland. And Maryland has this, you know, this spit of land that kind of heads out into the Atlantic Ocean, north to south. And you're probably familiar with the city, um, Ocean City, right? So there's Ocean City. Then if you head south, you'll hit Assateague State Park. If you head even further south than that, you'll hit the Assateague, the National Park, the National Seashore. And then below that, you'll hit Chincoteng, which a lot of people have probably heard of. If you were in middle school and you read Misty of Chincoteague, you probably cried and, and new fell KOA in love with there. horses and there's, everything. There's and, a new Chincoteague KOA there that's getting some good reviews, and we're hoping to visit there next summer. Yeah, so there are a lot of other camping options in this area, but I'm going to be quite frank. Um, it, you would be hard pressed. I know everybody loves Frontier Town. Everybody loves. There's so many Cast, that pe- people, yeah, castaways. castaways. People rave about castaways. Um, you're going to be hard pressed to ever get me to camp anywhere else because once you find a place that you love as much as Assateague State Park, for me, it's perfect. I would never want to be that close and not be staying there. So it is a state park and it has no water or sewer hookups at all. There's electrical hookups on one, on 30 amp, on one loop of the campground. And those are really hard to get. I mean, I remember trying once years ago, no success. You have to actually log in usually um, 12 months in advance of the date that you want, and you will have to push that refresh button, refresh, reserve, 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 and you will probably not get it. Like, it is really, really competitive to get one of those electric sites. But we're here to tell you that it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You don't need an electric site. Well, let's not be too brusque about that because look, we have solar panels now, (laughs) right? We have a toy hauler with huge fresh water tanks. I went there and had fun all my life growing up and we never had hookups ever. We just camped and I slept in tents. But you guys always win in September or October. Your family never did go in the heat of the summer. And that is something you might want to think about is no hookups going in the heat of the summer, as we mentioned. Yeah. So let's talk about the campground. It's actually a really large campground. Um, Like I said, it's this, you know, spit of land that runs north of to South, um, Assateague Island, actually. And along that road that runs through the state park, there's this series of horseshoe-shaped loops that, you know, that come off of that road. And the loops are A, B, C, all the way down to um, I and J. And there's got to be like at least 50 sites in each loop. I mean, some are bigger. Are yeah, some are bigger than others. There's a couple that are a little bit smaller than that. There's some that are bigger. Um, down at the very bottom, I and J are not horseshoe shaped. They're actually a, more of an oval shape. And um, all of the, the, the loops, all of those horseshoes have interior sites and exterior sites. So it sounds like I'm getting picky, but it's actually really important, I think, to understanding this campground. There are dozens of amazing sites if if not you know a hundred amazing sites there are also plenty of sites that are not that good i mean you'll still be happy camping there the ocean's right there 
But there are just kind of plenty of sites that aren't that big or, and that are in odd spots. Yeah. So just hold your horses on that. Ha ha. Hold your horses. Got it. I, I, very punny. Very <laughs> punny. Very punny. Hold your horses on that because we'll get back to all of that. But let's just talk about the way the campground actually looks and what this kind of beach camping is like. It's gorgeous. I mean, this is a classic beach camping experience. If you look from Maine to the bottom of Florida, there are just not that many places to camp right on the beach. I mean, there are some, but there are not many. But a lot of them are the resort kind of campground, which we always defend and say there's a reason why in that resort beach camping, you know, place, the sites are rack them and stack them, the sites are expensive. We defend those kind of places because it's expensive to be a campground on the beach. I think in Florida, it's more like that. But in our neck of the woods and like the mid-Atlantic and the Northeast, there are just very few campgrounds, period, on the ocean because the real estate is so, so valuable. So this is really a gorgeous stretch of beach. There is not really shade here. I mean, it's it's dunes and sand and ocean. But lots of like shrubbery and it's really wild looking. Like they keep it clean, but they really don't overly prune or landscape anything. So, you know, one of the jokes, I, I forgot to tell the kids, one of my biggest memories from childhood is, of course, always getting those um, burrs stuck in, on your feet. You couldn't walk barefoot. You know, you get those burrs or get them onto your clothes and you'd come home from camping and you'd find one of those burrs like in your sleeping bag. And we weren't there for five minutes and somebody stepped on one and was like, ah, what is this? Because our know? kids are always barefoot. Yeah. And it was, it's just this really wild kind of place, I feel like, and they've kept it very natural looking, and I and I really love that. And even like the bathhouses just blend in, right? It all fits perfectly. Yeah, and so there's also the dune, and right over the dune is the Atlantic Ocean, and the sun is rising right over the Atlantic Ocean every morning, and you are about 30 feet. If you have one of those dune front sites, you're not 30 feet away from that. And to be clear, we could not see the ocean from our site Unless I climbed up on the roof of the RV. Well, because we dunes have are dunes. High. It's people in the South, like down in Florida, they may not understand the concept of dunes so much, but up here we do have really high dunes to help it's protect a, it's the beach from... It's at least like a yeah. 10-foot dune. It's but supposed to be erosion. I climbed yeah. up on the, to the roof of the RV with Max and Theo. We had a gorgeous ocean view. But when you're sitting at your site, you can hear the waves pounding right on the other side of the dunes. It's a lovely, lovely sound to fall asleep to at night. And then the most important part, maybe, of the physical appearance of this campground are the wild horses who are seemingly everywhere they are and that's the nice thing about Assateague State Park so it's different in uh, Chincoteague like they they manage the herds differently in different places along here but in Assateague State Park the herd actually is wild and it roams freely and they do we were there within 10 minutes three horses were coming down the road and my boys jaws were just like drop. Like it was just, this was so crazy. And they're really actually like big squirrels because now they've been so attuned to food and everything. So now they just go and they start trying to get into people's chips and stuff like that. So your food one night after the boys had fallen asleep and you and I were still awake, there was a horse whinnying right out, like right outside outside our window. And I felt like, man, there's we must've left some little scrap of food out there. Somebody dropped some Cheerios on the ground or something. So it was like right out there. And then we looked out the window and it was gone and we couldn't say it. Yeah. But it's just 
fun. Like that is just one of the most well, fun and they're beautiful. things. They are actually, they're beautiful. They are. And you know, they keep it very, they keep the herd very thin through a variety of different methods. So these horses are, you know, healthy. They're not like, you know, over grazed, you know, the areas not over grazed and everything. So, um, it really is, uh, it's just a neat experience that I think people won't forget. And it's a neat experience for $28 a night right. for non-electric. For non-electric. And then if you're doing electric, you're going to spend about $10 Where else more. can you think of on the ocean, anywhere on the East Coast, for $28 a night? And this Plus, like, you have to purchase a $20 seven-day state park pass. So just put okay. that in. No, no, fair enough. <laughs> no, it's like plus one night, you know? It's like you, you tack on Anytime you camp at like a national park and you're in a campground inside the park, that's often the case. You have to pay the fee to get into the park. You also have to pay the fee for the camping. All right. Just a reminder in terms of booking, if you want to try to get one of those electric sites, you really do need to book in advance. If you can't grab one of those sites in advance, you can always try for cancellations, it happens because people book out so far in advance, sometimes it actually makes it more likely that you will get a cancellation. Um, you know, I I would recommend booking well in advance to get a prime site. So to we me... Booked in, <laughs> we booked, oh my gosh, we booked six, seven months ago and scored that oceanfront site. Yeah. And we had a great site. We'll talk more about the actual site uh, in, in a minute. But in my mind, it, it's strategizing over your site is very important at Assateague. The bathhouses are in the interior of the horseshoe. Um, so I really prefer an exterior site. In other words, on the outer rim of the horseshoe. I want to be right backed up to a dune. I want to be two or three spots away from the beach entrance. So that people aren't traipsing <laughs> by. I mean, there are yeah. some, there is a couple, like almost like these tragic sites where like the walkway up to the beach and the site are the same thing. Remember well, that person with the tent? Yeah. And the tent was smack But down it's that way on every yeah. single loop. So don't so get right on a path. Don't get right, right on the path and don't get right on a path to the bathhouse. You know, on the interior, thing, loop, sometimes the people paths walk right and the, by. Well, the paths and the sites are often kind of literally right smack next to each other. It really is kind of wild. And it is. One of the times we camped with uh, my buddy Will, remember before the kids were born, we got our site very last second. And we, we were on did. the backside. And remember? we had we were, one of those sites yeah. that was right on a path into the bathroom. And, yep. And that can kind of ruin your, your mojo on a camping. Yeah, weekend. you have to be pretty laid back about it and just know that that's the deal. But like I said, because I've camped here so much, I know exactly what I want. And I like work hard to get like looking at every site and looking at where it is, but just look for those beach entrances and look for the bathhouse paths. And you don't want to be too far away because we use the bathhouses. So it's almost like this game. You don't want to be so far away, but you don't want to be too close and play that game and you'll wind like up we in a Like we always spot. say with the playground, we want to be close, but not that close. Yeah. Now the sites have are paved and they mm-hmm. have picnic tables and fire pits. Lots of brush, lots of sand, and for the most part, the sites are large. Like, our site was the size of, like, three sites at a lot of private campgrounds. It was really spacious. Because it there goes was, back to the dunes. It goes back, and yeah. that's the great thing about the dune sites, yeah. is your site, not only do you have a lot of room to the side of your RV before you get to the next RV, you also have a, lo- a lot of room behind the RV, and that's where the kids actually played and spent the most time, is just hanging out right behind the RV, playing in the sand. Now, when you're talking about amenities at this campground, I'm going to list horses as amenities because... It, Don't hop on them and ride them. No, 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 but it is like you go, like, I went 
you know, one morning I was like, guys, the horses are over on the other side of the loop. You want to go? And we rode our bikes around and the horses, the one baby horse was nursing and the other horse was grazing. I mean, who knows how long we sat there and watched the horses work their way through. I mean, that is to me like an amenity. You can while away hours. (laughs) Yeah. Like, let's go look for the horses. Get on your bike, you know? But speaking of bikes. by the way, bike riding's lovely there. This to me is a place where if you don't have your bikes, it borders on traffic. Because they actually have a nice bike path that runs along the road so you can safely go that way. But also just going in and around the loops and going up and down, you know. That bike path allows you to get from loop to loop all the way back to the ranger station, all the way up to the the main area where there's like a restaurant and a gift shop and all of that stuff. The bathhouses here are, you know, a star of the show. They're kind of legendary among state park campers. Um, State park campers know Assateague State Park bathhouses. They have always been nice, even when I was a child. They're lodge-like. But they've been updated even, so they continue to be nice. And they're very clean. They keep, you know, they do a very good job of keeping them clean throughout the day. And anybody that beach camps knows how hard that is. Hot water, really nice water pressure. And one of the nice things, there's private showers that also have a little changing area. Mm-hmm. So you step in, there's like your little changing area, then you step in again to the shower. And family, and ma- family, shower, family shower, which is a big deal when right. you have, like, like we have, like I'm, a, I have a mixed, you know, I'm a female, I have boy children. So for that kind of situation, family shower rooms can be really great. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. But you know, if you go to those like public rest, those public bathhouses that don't have the changing area, it all gets kind of sloppy and difficult. The boys liked going to the bathhouses at Assateague. Like it was going like for Custer. your evening shower, and you need remember to remember at Custer State Park, it was the same thing. They were like, equally, "Let's go take a shower." <laughs> equally as nice as Custer, <laughs> and it's like at the end of a long day at the beach, you almost look forward to go getting a nice hot shower, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll definitely want to enjoy that amenity. Now, um, you also have a playground. It's not the most. It was fine. But it's fine. It was, Wes it had a fun time there. It wasn't like your rinky-dink 30-year-old playground. It was a modern playground. And the boys played basketball at the basketball court right next to and it. I think that's the same hoop that's been there for 30 years <laughs> since we started going. Looks don't like don't it. have high expectations <laughs> for the basketball hoop. And then there's a nature center right there that, again, has been there for a while. And they do little programs. And you'll want to check the schedule for that um, throughout the day. You can also buy firewood and ice. What a selection. Firewood and ice. It always kills me when these state parks only sell firewood and ice. And I told you, I was like, I, we can buy ice there. And you didn't believe me. You were like, oh, no. You I actually, you made ice. a stop. Remember, we stopped at a place yeah. before we pulled in to get firewood because you were like, oh, I don't believe you. I'm like, no, I really think. You're like, you always think that my knowledge of Assateague is dated. You know, <laughs> I'm not well, up to date. The ranger station, <laughs> while has limited supplies, by the way, it is worth checking in there for maps and information and advice on how to enjoy the park and the, the National Seashore as well. Now there's no Wi-Fi, but there is fine cell service. So we actually posted to social media because we do. We sometimes. do. Now, I just, I'm, I'm stuck <laughs> on the bathrooms for one oh, more second. We're going back to the bathrooms. I, okay. I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, what's the campground like at the National Seashore? And a lot of people camp at the National Seashore. RVFTA for Jeremy and Stephanie, we pick the state park because the bathhouses are I so was, much nicer. Yeah. It, there's only pit toilets at the National Seashore Campground. I camped at the National Seashore Campground at a time or two growing up because of various issues like, you know, the state park one time being washed out from a hurricane and my family still deciding they were going to camp. When your dad had vacation, <laughs> he had vacation. <laughs> and I was... 
I am like almost scarred by the pit toilets. I mean, I'm just, like I said, I, look, I don't, I'm not embarrassed to be semi outdoorsy. I don't. There is nothing semi outdoorsy about the state campground. No, the, the national, nice, the, the national state, seashore yeah. campground is equally beautiful. They don't look that much different. No showers and pit it's toilets. It's just, yeah, not for just me. pit toilets. And you know, when we, we I'm did. staying at the state park. We did drive over there and visit. Mm-hmm. And it's actually even a little rougher and wilder, and the roads are a bit sandier. It's a bit less well-kept than the state. It's quieter, for sure. So if you're looking for a really quiet experience, the National Campground, the National Seashore Campground is going to be quieter, for sure. But I love the hustle and bustle of acetate. Yeah, but if you're self-contained and you're not really worried about the bathrooms, you know, camp at either place, wherever you can get a good site. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so customer service, let's just say that um, you get what you pay for, of course, because you're booking through the online system that can feel almost infuriating when you're trying to get the site that you want or you're trying to see what's available and when it's available. However, we had a question about um, a late arrival. We had actually booked and we couldn't go the day. We booked day. four nights. We right. could only get there for three. So, and I was just a little worried about losing our site entirely. Because some, some state parks do yeah. that and national parks do that. If you don't show up on the day, you lose your whole reservation. So I called and a human being she picked up the phone and was super helpful. And she said, friendly. our policy is that we don't give away sites that have been paid for. And somebody picked up quickly. It wasn't like we were on hold trying to get somewhere. Like It really was a nice experience to get a simple question answered. So I do want to note that because... But the rangers were also incredibly helpful at check-in. Here's the deal, though, at Assateague State Park. You better check out on time. And oh a checkout, checkouts, I think, at 11, right, Steph? That's so check out early. at 11 a.m. And, and the rangers start driving around at 1030. Yeah. And if, you, if you're not moving fast enough, they come up and tell you. Yeah, so they were kind of giving the tent campers right next to us a hard time. They're like, guys, oh, you don't have a lot of time. You don't look far enough along. There and were these hipster college students with all this gear, and they were t- it was like taking them a long time to I, pack everything I up. Enjoy- I'm so nosy. I enjoyed watching the two college couples. They were adorable. Tent camp. They were adorable. It was, it's like looking, it's like had looking a, like, back little, on your life. They had like the little know? bio light stoves, and they were yeah. like gathering twigs, and like they were, they were like, like using their flint to Yeah, stuff. they were like <laughs> making their coffee using like a flint and a little fire. And here we are in this like massive toy hauler next door with all the <laughs> Luxuries. But they were, let me Our tell you, like power. I always say, man, they were having just as much fun as we were in their yeah. tent and their little bio light stove gathering twigs. Yeah. At one point they were talking about a topic that Theo was a little uncomfortable about at night. They I were up late. This. Yeah, He was like, mom, can we shut the window? I don't want to hear them talking about this. They were, they were nice, having fun. Though. They were they great. Were nice, <laughs> but so, you know, the, 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 they are serious about you getting out by 11. So just make sure you know that. Now, before, I just, less than before. Before okay. we dive into insider details, before we dive into Nobody's Perfect, we've got a quick sponsored message from our friends at Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. Yeah. And, you know, after you go to a state park like Assateague, that's the perfect time to head to a resort like a yogi. Bow hookups, <laughs> luxurious black tank flush. We have done this so many times with our kids. We've we've made them rough it for a little while and then head it to a Jellystone. And it, it's, it's so great. It's because the perfect combination. Yeah, you just let them loose and they're like pools, like jump pillows and activities and gaga ball. And it really is a, it's fun to experience both. But listen, so Yogi Bear at Jellystone Parks, you know, right now they're running a lot of their fall themed weekends and you want to experience these if you haven't already. But here's tip number two. Go out and look and see on campjellystone.com. There are 
many Jellystone parks that are open year round in Texas, Texas right? A in, lot of them. And yeah, good ones. And they're great parks and you can go there throughout the winter months, you know, get your little camping fix in even during the school year. And then here's my third tip. The best places with the water parks and the fun zones and everything, they're getting booked up for next year already. If you're not thinking about next summer already at Yogi Bear's right. Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, you might miss out on a great site. Absolutely. So whether you're an RV enthusiast, enjoy the comforts of a cabin, or prefer tent camping, Jellystone Parks have first-rate accommodations, amenities, and activities. They have been some of the best family vacations that we have had with our kids. Our kids love yogi. I'm angling, the end. <laughs> I'm angling for a big return trip to the, the Jellystone Luray. It's I love it how you say things years. on the podcast and you try to like... Put the you, pressure on Yeah, you. you're like... I want to go out to Jellystone Luray and then swing back and do some kind of coastal Virginia, coastal Maryland kind of stuff. All right. So go to CampJellystone.com to find a campground near you. Now let's talk insider I can't believe you're going to give away our site number because I almost... I won't if you don't want me to. (laughs) No, it's jerky if we don't and we always did do, but... We had actually never stayed on... I want this site again. I know, me too. We had actually never stayed on the iLoop. Before and we did this time because it's one of the pet friendly loops, and we had literally never gone with a pet before. So I thought, oh, it's not one of the horseshoes, it's down at the end, it's the bigger loop. I didn't loop. know as much about this loop. Yeah, I kind of like could picture it in my head, but I would awesome think it RV was RV loop. It was you perfect. You know what's going to happen to us? We're going to have a hard time getting a site one because of these years at a place like this. We're going to get one of those interior and, sites right by the bathhouse, and, and then a bunch post of our on, podcast like, listeners. <laughs> no, we'll have podcast <laughs> yeah. listeners all up in our preferred yeah. sites. Yeah, they'll be like, and hey, we'll have, and, fun. We'll, and we'll deserve. <laughs> we'll deserve that moment. So we were in, we were on site 76 in the iLoop. And honestly, there I don't know the better site at the entire campground. I would, so I followed all of my rules when I picked this. I was looking at the map and I was like, okay, I want three down from an entry. I want to be kind of on the exterior, but close to the bathhouse. Like I kind of located it. Jeremy was sitting there showing me. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that one's okay. That one's okay. And it was perfect because I followed those rules. So if you're curious as to what I'm talking about, about the exterior and near a beach entrance, look at the Aztec State Park map that, of course, I'll put in the show notes to this episode at rvfta.com and look at I-76. That's the kind of campsite I'm talking about. That's what you want at Aztec. And there's Lots many of, of them. behind the RV, between the RV and the dunes for the kids to play. I'm going to get that site every time we go back if I can, if other people don't book it before right. we Nobody's do. Nobody's perfect. This campground is so close to perfect. And this is this is more of like this a buyer camper beware, beware, camper yeah. beware. Like we mentioned, it can be really hot in the summer and that could kind of make your trip a little bit rough, though you could just go dive in the ocean at any time. Also, the mosquitoes at Assateague are famous, and we would be remiss not to let you know that particularly during the summer months, mosquitoes can be bad. Early we were, spring. I mean, early, I mean, spring, early summer. summer, like like late May, June can be really bad, We too. were there in late September, and really there was like no issue with mosquitoes at all. So I've always preferred the fall trip to Assateague, as have you, as has your entire yeah, family. Yeah, I, I believe that September is the ideal time. The only thing you have to worry about, of course, is anytime you're picking a September beach camping trip, we have been... Um, you know, unfortunately, sidelined by a you know a tropical storm or hurricane or two over the years. You just have to know that when you're planning a camping trip, a beach camping trip in September, that you may lose it. <laughs> we had Huntington Beach State Park. Yes. Get, that was a couple of years ago, Hurricane in, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, outside of Myrtle Beach, and that we had to change our plans and go to the Myrtle and, Beach. And, and we also had a um, situation for the 
uh, KOA in the Outer Banks that was wrecked by a a hurricane also. If you're planning a beach camping trip anywhere on the East Coast during hurricane season, roughly being August, September, maybe early October. Have an alternate. (laughs) Have literally an alternate campground where you could quickly pivot and Mm -hmm. go and still have your vacation because stuff happens. Yep. And we've done that every time we have had to pivot during that fall season. In fact, one of the places we pivoted to one year, instead of going to the KOA and the Outer Banks, we pivoted to Lake Placid. And that was one of our favorite places ever. So that's how it works out. It's no big deal, but just know that going in. All right. Now, you know, when we go to Assateague State Park, we tend to stay at the beach. Beach camping is special for us because we unwind. It's about chillaxing. We we don't even like to go anywhere. We really don't. But there is some stuff to do The most ambitious here. thing we did was we went over to the National Seashore yeah. and we went bird watching. Yeah. You can go to the visitor center. There's some nice hands-on exhibits, you know, touch tanks, etc. So go over to the National Seashore Visitor Center bird watching. You can go hiking. You can do crabbing off the docks there. That's really a great activity. Fishing, kayaking. It's all right there. There's the bay side, the ocean side. You can do all that. Now, Ocean City is a very short drive away. You got about 10, 15 minutes. And a lot of people do that. We don't because literally Ocean City is just like where we live. So similar. <laughs> but if you're in, if you're coming from inland or you're coming from a place that's not near the Atlantic Ocean, the Atlantic seaboard, you'll probably love going to Ocean Yeah, because it's the boardwalk. It's classic um, eastern shore. Get some Zeppelis. Get some walk. slices of pizza. Right. Do some rides on the boardwalk. Get some crab, funnel cake, crab cakes, funnel yeah. cake, all that stuff. Play the boardwalk games. So it's the boardwalk, but we just live in a town with a we're not too Jersey cool for that. We can, just, we can just do it anytime. <laughs> yeah. Now, you'll also want to go to Chincoteague if you want to take a day trip down there to the town down there. You'll see their horses. There's a lot of different activities. There's a lighthouse. So you can definitely get out and about and take drives around. We tend to do the whole sit around on the beach all day shower. Like, Stephanie, I mean, we could, really do. It could not have been a better three day weekend. The weather was gorgeous. It was warm. The ocean was still warm. We were swimming all weekend. You were relaxed. I was relaxed. I think now that we have solar and we're fully equipped for dry camping, I do think that Assateague will become an annual tradition for our family again. I I would love to go back next year. I could never get enough of this place. I love it so much. It happens to be time to book now. (laughs) No, that's only if the electric. I mean, we can go on a weekend. No, you can book 12 months in advance. If you want one of those sites, you better get it now before our podcast listeners snap it up. We should book our site for next year before this episode goes out. Huge thank you to Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts and to Jacob for sponsoring great weekly RV and camping content in the RVFTA podcast network. Just a reminder, if you enjoyed this show or if you enjoyed the RV Family Travel Atlas, please leave us a nice review on iTunes. We sure do appreciate it. And it really helps us in whatever that wacky iTunes algorithm is so that new people do find our shows. Or wherever you listen to our show. There's a lot of other places you can leave a review to, and that's most appreciated as well. And we will see you at the campground. See you at the campground. (laughs) 